Hello, hello, hello. We are back with another episode. Hi, how are you guys? I think this is my first episode of 2022 and I'm just so excited and I also wanted to share some good news with you guys. Today makes the 30th, that's right, the 30th episode that I have recorded here with Beautifully Broken With Purpose. It is such a blessing. It has had its ups and downs, but it has kept me grounded and to share the word of God with everyone. Um, also, the other good news is that this podcast over the couple years, because I've been doing it since 2020, it has reached across the entire world, um, Australia, um, Spain, it has reached over the entire world. And it has been such a blessing. And that is the intent to reach others, many, many people in the world. Um, but just about the goodness of God, about his gospel, about his word in general. And I just want to, I couldn't have done it, of course, first without my heavenly father and you guys. I just want to thank each and every one of you, the older listeners from 2020 and the ones even now up into 2022, the ones who has joined us, the new listeners, the older ones. I am grateful to God for each and every one of you. I thank you for choosing and, you know, choosing this podcast to be a part of this family. Um, Beautifully Broken with Purpose is not just um, a name, it's a movement. So there's many things that has come out of Beautifully Broken with Purpose. Um, for some of you that are not aware, um, also I wrote a 21-day devotional um, back in 2021 and published it. It can be found on Amazon and it's called Beautifully Broken with Purpose. This podcast show is called Beautifully Broken with Purpose. And we actually also, um, more information would be in the episode notes. We also have a website as well. Um, and it's Beautifully Broken with Purpose. And that's the business name as well. And like I say, it's not just a business, it's a ministry and it's a movement. So Beautifully Broken with Purpose is broad. It's, it's not, it just doesn't, you know, it's not just subject to one particular um, area as well. So I pray that, you know, this episode and along with all the other episodes, if you haven't gotten a chance to go back and listen to them, has been a blessing to you. Um, and if you don't mind, um, at the bottom of the um, episode, and the show, if you don't mind leaving a review, let me know what you think about the show. What would you like to hear about? What, what, what are some topics that you are, you know, faith-based that you'll be interested in for me to speak on? That would be such a blessing because it helps me understand and be able to reach others, you know, in where they are in their lives, okay? So let me know down in the comments, down in that section, you know, what you wanna see more of from Beautifully Broken With Purpose. And I will be sure to check those out and definitely um, really considering doing those because I want to do that for you guys because you guys are part of the family. So today's episode, today is Saturday. Happy Saturday. I pray that your week has went well. Um, I, for no, those of my new listeners, for those that don't know me, I am Stephanie. I am the host of Beautifully Broken With Purpose. And um, it's such a blessing. It, it has really helped me come out of a shell. Um, I've always loved to speak as well and encourage others. Um, I'm like an exhorter at heart. Um, 
intercessor. Like God has really been doing a lot of, you know, new things within me, things that honestly I didn't want to do, but he called me to do them. And when I stepped out on faith and walked in that, it helped me honestly in different areas of my life, different broken areas of my life. So that's pretty much where part of Beautifully Broken with Purpose um, come from. And there's going to be another episode that I would do. And I'm just going to explain exactly, you know, where Beautifully Broken with Purpose came from, down to the colors, down to the logo, everything. I'm going to explain that on another episode. So that would be definitely a to-do on my to-do list. And once again, I thank you guys so much. Each and every one of you are beautiful. You are blessed. Um, you are chosen. And I thank God for your lives. I really, really do um, as well. And also for those that need prayer on the website, um, there's a section where you can enter prayer requests. Um, you don't have to leave your name. If you don't, you can leave it anonymous. That would be perfectly fine. It's up to you, however you're led to do it. And I would love to pray with you and for you. I would love to do it, intercede on your behalf. So that's also available to you as well. And today I'm so Listen, y'all, I am so excited about this word today. God gave me a revelation on this word. And when I say I wanted to say, do it last night, I had to be obedient and come on here today and do it. But the title of this message today is healing does not mean whole. I'm going to repeat that. Healing does not mean whole. And I know some of you may have heard of the story, the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. She had an infirmity. She had suffered from bleeding for 12 long, long, long years. I can only imagine what that feels like. Only, you heard me, only imagine what that feels like. But many of us, we have had issues um, as well. It, it, it might not be the issue of blood, but we, many of us have suffered an infirmity somewhere in our lives. Um, and it has been years. It has been probably longer than 12 years. So I'm not saying that one issue is greater than the other, but we all have suffered some type of infirmity and some type of issue. Okay. So, and also I wanted to enlighten you on that. This story is not just in one book for those that are not aware. It's found in three different um, instances in the Bible. It's found in the book of Matthew, the book of Mark, and the book of Luke. I will not be reading um, specifically from Matthew and Luke today, but I will be reading from Mark. But also um, in the episode notes, I'm going to have notes down there with the other reference scriptures where you can find this story as well in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. I'm going to um, list those in the episode notes so that you can go back and reference to them. And I strongly agree, I strongly suggest, I'm sorry, for you to go back to read those different accounts, to read them and see how they're worded a little bit different, how one chapter has, you know, one book has more than the other, but they all are true. So don't, don't, you know, say they're not true or what, you know, don't do that because the word of God, everything in the word of God is true. So it's just different accounts, how it was recorded. And it's, it's so vital that we read the three different accounts because you will learn and, you know, God will reveal something to you out of each and every one. Okay. So healing does not mean whole. That's the title y'all. Um, listen, you know, there's a saying, I don't know if you guys have heard it. It says, listen, Linda, <laughs> listen, I'm saying, 
listen, y'all, it, it, it's this is going to be so fire today. And I want to jump right into it, okay? I love you guys. I pray that this be a blessing. I, matter of fact, I know that it's going to be a blessing, okay? I'm speaking with much authority and boldness in Jesus to know that this will be a blessing um, today. So we're talking again from the topic, healing does not mean whole. And I'm going to read the scriptures that I'm specifically coming from is Mark chapter five, verse 29 in Mark chapter five, verses 33 through 34. I'm sorry. Um, and I'm going to just jump right in and I'm reading from the King James version um, as well. So I'm going to read all of the verses because in Mark, it, it starts at chapter five verses 25 through 34, but I'm going to go back to those particular verses and we're going to come from those verses. So it reads 25 and a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. 27, when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may be, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, the fountain of blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing of what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Last verse, 34. And he said unto her, daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Okay, y'all, listen, this is so much deeper than what it is. Let me enlighten you. And this is, I know that this is going to be a blessing, y'all. This really blessed me. Um, and I, you know, if there's any revelation that God has given you on this particular story, please share um, down in the comments below and share about how this episode along has blessed you and, you know, your input. And what do you think about, you know, this episode today and what God has revealed? So in Mark 5:29, it says, and straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague, okay? 
she felt that she was healed of that plague, of that plague, of that plague, okay? That particular plague, because we're talking about the plague, the infirmity that she dealt with for 12 years. But as we go back to the previous verse in verse 26, it says that and had suffered many things of many physicians and spent all that she had and, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. I'm, I'm not sure on the stories that, you know, individuals have told and ministered on this. I'm not speaking against that, but I'm speaking on what the Lord has revealed to me. And I have only heard this story as just the woman with the issue of blood and she suffered 12 years. That's all I've heard on it. But I thank God for revelation. I really do. Because he also revealed to me that not only did she suffer with an issue of blood for 12 years, even in verse six, it's right here. It says, and had suffered many things. This woman not only suffered an issue of blood for 12 years, she suffered many other things outside of the issue of blood for 12 years. It's in scripture. It's here. I'm not just saying this. She suffered many things of many physicians. And what that shows me and what the Lord revealed to me, we can have one issue and we can focus on just that one issue because that one issue comes to us as if that's a great, that's the greatest issue that we're suffering with. But we ignore or we, you know, don't really speak on, <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, don't really speak on the other issues, the many other things that we suffer from, right? We do it all the time. So this woman not only suffered for 12 years of a blood issue, but she suffered, she had many other things that she suffered from. So just imagine she suffered, I'm sure, mentally, financially, um, even spiritually as well. She suffered in many different areas in her life. And it says of many physicians. So she tried to go to not only one physician, you know, that's what we do, right? We don't only go try to get fixed up in one area for one thing, but there's other things that we suffer with and we go to other areas, physicians, hoping that those other areas and those physicians that we look to will help us with our other issues that we suffer with. She probably went to um, the issue. She tried to seek a physician for the issue of blood, seek a physician for this particular issue, this particular issue, because it, it didn't mention exactly what it is that she suffered. It just says that Anne had suffered many things. She suffered many things. And this is really not mentioned a lot because we're so focused on the issue of blood because it was 12 long years. And that's the only thing that's really, that we're really, that's really talked on and, you know, out here. And that's, yes, that's the truth, but also we have to tell the whole truth. And the whole truth is that not only did she suffer for 12 years, but she had many other things that she suffered with um, of many physicians, okay? So keep that in mind. And then it says that in 29, and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Now, remember in the beginning, she said in verse 28, for she said, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Now she said that if she just touches clothes, 
she will be made whole. But as you go down to 29, once that fountain of blood dried up, she went from her, her speech, um, her, 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 her mental capacity, her, her mind renew, her mind changed, her mindset changed because she went from saying that if I just touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. And then it went from that to where when the fountain of blood dried up for that particular plague, for that particular issue, which was the issue of blood, it said that she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague that plague is not talk about she was healed of the many other things that it mentions in verse 26 that she suffered from okay stay with me but then in mark we're going to go to mark 5 verses 33 through 34 and it reads but the woman fearing and trembling knowing what was done in her came and fell down before him she did two things here that really stuck out to me. Um, she came and fell down before him. She humbled herself. She humbled herself. Um, the verses before that explains about how, you know, Jesus felt that virtue had gone out of him, which was power had left out of him. And he turned to the press and he wondered like, who touched my clothes? Because I felt power, virtue being released from me, who touched me? So he was wondering like, who touched me? Who touched me? And then here's the disciples. Like there's many people, there's a multitude of people that are pressing up against you. Why would you say who touched me? There's many people, but Jesus felt that some, it was a particular person, a particular individual that had touched him. And it says in 32, it says, and he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. He saw her. So, and also what the Lord revealed to me, even when we were focused on one thing that we're suffering with, that infirmity that we're suffering with, that we felt that we've suffered with the longest, um, that has took us through the ringer and we suffer with other things as well, but we're so focused on that one thing. Our father just lets us know, Jesus was pre pretty much letting us know here that regardless of how many people that was pressing up against him, he saw her. He said that he looked around about to see her. Of course, he saw all kinds of people pressing up against him, but he saw her that had done this thing. He sees you. He sees you for you. He doesn't see you just for the particular issue that people look at you because people a lot of people, I'm sure, um, since because they considered in those days that this type of issue and the infirmity that she dealt with, she was unclean ceremonially and she was unclean physically. OK, so people looked at her as that. But he, Jesus, he sees her. He didn't say he saw necessarily her issue, her infirmity. He saw her that had done this thing. But here it is in 33 and 34 again. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing that what was done in her came and fell down before him. She came and humbled herself before Jesus. How many of us, once we're healed of that thing that we're so focused on that been taking us through the ringer, but we have other issues now, but that one thing we're healed from and we get out of the presence of God. This young lady, 
not only did she not leave, she stayed in the presence of the Lord. And not only did she stay, she could have left after the fountain of blood dried up and she knew that she was healed of that plague, but she didn't. She stayed. And knowing what was done in her, she knew that not only what was done in her was big, it came to a point where she had to do more. Something else had to take place because Jesus wasn't done with her. Jesus is not done with you. So just don't think and settle for just being healed in a specific area in your life. Do not settle for being healed for a specific area in your life. Our father wants to do more with you. He wants you to do, he wants to do a total workup on you. He wants to do a total workup on you, okay? He wants you to be complete. He wants you to be made whole. He wants you to be made whole, not just healed of that specific area in your life where you need healing from, okay? This blessed me, y'all. This really blessed me. And after she fell down before him, it says, and told him all the truth. How many times do we suffer from one thing, but then we have other things that we suffer with, but then we don't want to talk about the whole truth, but somebody may be out here listening and saying, well, Steph, he knows everything. He created me, right? He knows everything about me. That is very true. But there's a time we need to come humbly before our father and we need to tell the whole truth because it wasn't necessarily her telling the truth for him. It was her telling the truth for herself. It was her openly accepting the fact that I just didn't suffer from this issue of blood for 12 years. I suffered from many things, as verse 26 says, and had suffered many things of many physicians. She came and she humbled herself. She just didn't take just the healing, her being dried up the fountain of blood being dried up from what she had suffered with for 12 years. She kept pressing. She not only pressed, she humbled herself before Jesus and she told him all the truth. She told him all the truth. When are we going to get to a point where we are ready to tell the whole truth? It's not just telling the whole truth to Jesus so he can know the whole truth. He knows the whole truth, right? But it's for you, most importantly, for you to be able to openly admit and accept the fact that I just don't have this one thing going on with me. I suffer from many things and I'm tired. I'm fed up of suffering many things. There's more things. God just don't want to heal you of that one thing that you're so concerned about. He wants to make you whole. Do you hear me? He wants to make you whole. And it says in 34, and he said unto her. Now, this is after she fell down before him. This is after she told him all the truth. And he said unto her, daughter. Thy faith 
have made thee whole. Go in peace and see how he gave a little bit extra. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. He didn't call it out, right? He didn't call it out because at the beginning it says that she in 29, it says, and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. But in verse 34, it says that he told her, go in peace and be hit and be whole of that plague. You see the difference? He didn't say go in peace and be healed of that plague. He said, go in peace and be whole in that plague. She, when the fountain of blood dried up in her in verse 29, she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. But Jesus took it a step further. He told her, not only thy faith have made thee whole, go in peace and be whole of thy plague. As I'm speaking to you, the Holy Spirit even just revealed to me that not only in verse 25, the beginning, it says, and a certain woman. People looked at her as nasty. They looked at her as unclean. They looked at her as Ugh, something is wrong with her. A certain woman. But even the Holy Spirit just revealed to me, you see in verse 34, after she came and fell before him, after she told him all the truth, he addressed her not as a certain woman, but he addressed her as daughter. He addressed her as daughter. She wasn't a certain woman to him. She was daughter to him. And as I look up the Greek meaning of daughter, in the Greek, it means, of course, a female child, but it also means a descendant. Catch that, a descendant. He's letting her know you are a descendant of me. You are daughter in my eyes. You are not a certain woman. You are de a descendant of me, from me. You are a descendant. It was personal. He addressed her different. So when she walked away, she was no longer a, hallelujah. She was no longer a certain woman. She was the daughter. She was a descendant of Jesus. Not only was she a descendant of Jesus, thy faith have made thee whole. Remember in the beginning, it says that in verse um, 25, it says a certain woman which had an issue of blood for 12 years, a certain woman. In verse 28, for she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. She believed that if she touched his clothes, she shall be whole. When she touched his clothes, the fountain of blood dried up immediately, right? And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. She could have left the scene, but she didn't. She kept pressing her way through. She knew that something, not only was there healing of that plague, something else took place because it says that 34, Three, it says, but the woman fearing 
and trembling, knowing what was done in her. She knew that it was bigger than healing, but she had no clue. Check this out. She had no clue, I'm sure, what would have to happen during this process. She didn't give up, but she didn't have no clue what else she had to do on her end. She not only fell down before him, she told him all the truth. Okay, I'm going to go back up and I thank the Holy Spirit. I pray that you guys are with me. You keeping. Oh, Lord, it says in 33, but the woman fearing. But the woman fearing the Greek meaning of fearing. is not what we think that is. Oh, I'm just so scared, but I'm going to read the entire definition. It says to frighten that is. <clears throat> passively to be alarmed by analogy to be in all of that is revere afraid fear exceedingly reverence right reverence that's the type of fear that we are supposed to have when it comes to god in proverbs 1 and 7 it says that the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge the definition of fear in that particular verse, it's reverence. It's not the fear of man. It's the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is reverence. It's high respect. This is the fear. And I truly, truly believe this is the fear, not her not even really understanding the fear that she had had. That fear led her to doing more than what she probably expected she was going to do. And that fear, having reverence for Jesus, led her to fall down before him. She humbled herself and, it, and she told him all the truth. She told him all the truth. Oh God, th this is so good. And I thank God for this revelation. She told him all the truth and she humbled herself. And then he said to her, daughter, he addressed her. He addressed her totally different. He changed the way he changed her identity. He showed her your identity is not a certain woman. Your identity is not in people. Your identity is not us. what in other people think of you. Your identity is in Jesus. You are a daughter of a descendant of the most high. And daughter in the Greek means descendant. She was a descendant. She had to be addressed different. Thy faith hath made thee whole. She had faith, little did she know in the beginning when she had already said in verse 28, for she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And guess what? By her having the faith that if I just touch, if I touch his clothes, I'm not just going to be healed. I'm going to be whole. And here it is, daughter, thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. It went from she felt in her body that she was healed of thy plague to he told her and be whole of thy plague. There's a difference. She was healed of that particular plague, but he told her to not only go in peace, but that she her the that he told her and be whole of thy plague i thank god you are whole of whatever it is that you have been going through but just understand that there's something that you have to do 
and know that Jesus is readily, he's awaiting and waiting on you. He's, he's there with open arms waiting on you. Be honest. You're not just suffering from that one thing that you've been focused on, but there's many things that you probably, and I'm more than positive that you may be suffering, you may be dealing with, but just know that you can come to Jesus. You can humble yourself before Jesus. And when you humble yourself before Jesus, tell him all the truth because it's not for him because he knows it's for you so that you can be able to understand and wholly admit and recognize that I not only suffer with this issue, but I suffer with many things. And I want to tell you the truth, God. I want to tell you the truth about this. I don't, I no longer want to hide the many other things that I suffer with. And you see what happened? She was made whole of that plague. She was made whole of that plague. She was made whole of that plague. Oh my God. Know that he just does, he, the God that we serve, he does not just want to heal you. He wants to make you whole of everything that has happened in your life. Not only is that you are a daughter, you are a descendant. This is not just subject to, um, just not just subject to women. For the man that's listening, God wants to not only heal you, he wants to make you whole. Don't dummy down on what God can do for you. Don't just accept just being healed in a specific area. Know that he wants to make you whole in, in entirety, whole in general, from head to toe, mentally, physically, and spiritually. He wants to make you whole. The God that we serve wants to make you whole. So whoever is listening today to this message, Humble yourself before Jesus. Not only humble yourself before Jesus, but tell him all the truth. You need to be able to admit and acknowledge that you just don't suffer from one thing, but there's many things that you suffer from. And at that moment, you are not what people, I also want you to understand, you're not what people look at you as. Your identity is not in people. Your identity is in Christ Jesus. You are the descendant of Christ Jesus. You are in the lineage, you are in the family of Jesus. Oh God, please help whomever is out here that may be feeling some kind of way. Help them come to you. Holy Spirit, work in them. Oh God, this word, I'm not sure who this word is for, but this word is for you. I can't pinpoint who this word is for, but this word is for you. Being healed and being made whole are not the same. Being healed and being made whole is not the same. Our father wants to make you whole entirety. So please be able to understand that if you have more things that are going on with you, come to him. He's waiting on you. He wants to make you whole. He just don't want you to stop at the healing process, but he wants to make you whole. I'm going to keep repeating that. He wants to make you whole. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. 
don't just be, don't settle for just being made whole and you leave the scene and you get out of the presence of Jesus. Stay in his presence. Humble yourself before him. Not only humble yourself before him, tell him all the truth so that you can open up your mouth and you can understand that I only not just suffer with this issue. I suffer with many issues. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you all. Matter of fact, let me quit saying I pray that it has been a blessing. I know that it has been a blessing because God has given me the authority and the boldness to come and bring forth this word in him. So I know that this word will be a blessing. Whatever it is that you're suffering from those many things, be able to first admit that you suffer from many things. He wants to make you whole, not just settle for just being healed. Oh God, I thank you. I thank you for this message. I thank you for the brothers and sisters that will be listening to this message. This message has been a blessing to you. It has touched you in some way, fate, some way, um, way, shape, fashion, or fashion. Please leave a comment below in this section and let me know, or even go on the website at Beautifully Broken with Purpose and um, send me a message. I want to know how this has been a blessing and what areas are you struggling with so that I can pray with you and for you on this particular issue that you're suffering with. I love you guys so much. And most importantly, God loves you. He loves you. He doesn't see you as a certain person. He sees you as daughter. He sees you as son. He sees you as a descendant of him. I love you guys so much. I pray that you are blessed Pray that your day, your Saturday is blessed in Jesus. Y'all, we are, what is this? We are, today is January the 15th. We are halfway in, in, in the month of January of 2022. I love you guys so much. Please keep pressing. Don't be ashamed. Keep pressing. You didn't come this far to just stop. You didn't come this far with that infirmity and those many things that you suffer from to stop. Don't stop. I love you guys so much. Again, let me know how this has been a blessing to you. Share this message with someone else. Share this message with someone else. He has so much to say to you. He has so much to do in you. He wants to make you whole. Do not just pause at being healed. Keep pressing. And I love you guys so much. You will be made whole. But just understand there's something that you have to do also on your part. Tell the whole truth for yourself, okay? Don't be ashamed. Tell the whole truth for yourself because when we're able to admit and fully acknowledge the fact that we have other issues that we suffer with and they not ignore the issues. Healing starts. Healing starts to take place, little do you know. And I want you to be healed. And most importantly, I want you to be made whole. I pray that your Saturday is beautiful. I pray that it is blessed in Jesus. You guys follow this show, this podcast, so that when I come up with another episode, however the Lord leads me, that you would be able to get notification on when it uploads and you will be in the loop. And also in the episode notes, I have other um, 
things I want you guys to know, other um, information, other resources as well. And it's going to be found in the episode notes under the notes section as well. Um, the reference scriptures and everything, the website, everything is under there um, as well. Even the booking um, link, if you would like to book to be a guest on the show, um, send it to me as well. There are specific days and times, but just be more than happy um, to send those to me. I love you guys so much. I truly thank you for listening today and taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode. I love you guys. I love you guys. And most importantly, God loves you. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Talk to you soon.